Folks, I cannot begin to tell you how happy I am to have the guys and gal from my favorite podcast, The Wrecked Podcast, on my show today. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, we've got Bunchu, Cynthia, and Chamber. Everybody, say hello. How you doing, guys? What's up? What's In the house. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Noir? I, my friend, I am well. I, I know I said before we got started um, how I feel about you guys, so I'm going to say it again openly. Um, you guys have my favorite podcast. I love your comments. I love your commentary. I love the format. Um, you keep me laughing for my hour, 20-minute commute to work every day, and uh, you guys are just the best, man, and I'm hoping that uh, you get the recognition that I think and uh, most people think you deserve. Uh, that was so sweet. That was sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was lovey-dovey. That makes me feel so warm and cuddly, and it makes <laughs> it makes all of our hours of asinine content seem worth it, doesn't it, Chamber? Honestly, like uh, it's it's funny to hear somebody talk about it because I just assume nobody listens. Uh, <laughs> Just random musings uh, from a bunch of psychopaths. So um, I'm glad to hear there's some people laughing about it. So that's good. Me and Chamber always talk about uh, how this will be received by our children years later when they find out that their dumb fathers have hours and hours of tinfoil hat wearing crypto content out on the internet. And uh, I, you know, it's like, well, it, they're going to be like listening to old family videos and it's just going to be really terrible. No, they're going to think that their uh, dad and mom are comedians because you're <laughs> hilarious, man. <laughs> That's I awesome. Appreciate it. So like, tell me, like, tell me how'd you guys get into the space? Oh man, into the space. Yeah. Well, I, I'll start and then Chamber, you can go and then Cynthia. Uh, I, I, so I got into the space early 2017. So right kind of before all the great bull run happened. And I got in totally on accident. Um, I am a big avid sports watcher slash gambler. Um, and so I'm sure you've heard this story a million times where you're looking for somebody or to, or somewhere to place a bet and you can deposit with Bitcoin. I knew nothing about it. And that's how I got in. Um, next thing you know, it was starting to go up and up and up. And I'm like, man, I should really learn about this. And I was buying Bitcoin on Coinbase and transferring it over to the site. And then when I would either win a bet or cash out, it would sit in my Coinbase and it would go up. And I'm like, man, this this is pretty cool. Then I just did some research on it. And ever since I kind of realized what it, what it actually was and everything like that, and I started reading about Bitcoin, Ethereum, and things like that, I was hooked and I've been hooked ever since. So I guess it's over two years now and it seems like time is flying. Um, I mean, I think Cynthia, you were right around the same time as me, maybe a little earlier. We got in right around the same time. Uh, I think I want to say like September, maybe 2017 around then. Oh, so I was actually before you. You might've. Yeah. Dang. August, September around there. It was like right before the, we hit all time high. Does that make me the wrecked OG? Uh, chamber i mean uh <laughs> i have probably the worst story i'm actually uh, i have my original crypto notes notebook and 
This was written on November 25th, 2017. Mm. Wow. And I'm going to read you guys. I'm going to read you guys the literally the first things I wrote down about crypto. Oh, yes. Okay, I've not I've done this. Heard this. Uh, I heard I'm going to take a picture of this later. Dear uh, diary. <laughs> <laughs> it was it so I had a coworker of mine um that I'm I'm very good friends with and he, you know, right around that time was getting very excited about Bitcoin and he approached me because obviously, you know, we're uh we're about the same age and, you know, it, there's not a lot of people in our in our field that would, uh, that would probably take to crypto, uh, like he and I did. So he reached out to me and the notes I took from that conversation was point, uh, point one, uh, register at USI tech, which was a essentially a Ponzi scheme that fell apart. That's literally the first <laughs> thing. I wrote. The second thing I wrote down is register at BitConnect using James's <laughs> links. Wow. Oh my God. That's amazing. Uh, the fourth thing I wrote is register at Coinbase, uh, credit card only. Uh, those are, uh, some of the highlights from my first, uh, notes in cryptocurrency. So. Wow. Dear diary, met Carlos Matos today. Seems like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it didn't go as planned early on. Uh, but you know, we, uh, we got wrecked and decided, we decided to make a, uh, you know, podcast about it. And, uh, I think it's been a lot better since, uh, since the podcast came out. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I would think so as well. I mean, we, we get to have the benefit of talking to some very extremely intelligent people, uh, far more intelligent than ourselves. And I'd like to think we learn a little something every time, at least, right, Chamber? I think so. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't speak for you guys, but I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that our last show was, was really good. We had, uh, uh, Mark Yusko or Yusko. Yusko. Uh, yeah. And he was, uh, probably the best combination of intelligence and comedic timing that we've seen in a long time. Yeah. He's great. What about you, Cynthia? Um, I, like I said, I got in. <sighs> I think I really don't remember. I just know it was like mid 2017 right before we hit all time high. And, um, I actually got in because of my husband who at the time was, um, trading traditional stocks, uh, to make money on the side. And somebody had told him about this thing called Bitcoin and it was super volatile and he was making all this money. And that's how we got into it. And I ended up, falling in love with the technology behind it uh, more than anything. And it obviously is the basis for the company that my husband and I run together. But um, yeah, I came for the money and stayed for the tech. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, I, I got into the space. Um, I got onto crypto Twitter in March of 2017, but I got into the space in December of 2014. Oh, wow. damn. Yeah. Did, you buy, did you buy Bitcoin back then? <laughs> I was actually, I was mining it. I didn't buy it. Wow. And what oh, I nice. did was I, uh, at the time, I had a girlfriend who lived in San Diego and I was working on a contract in Atlanta and I was paying like 550 round trip to go visit her. And I happened to be on Expedia one day. Or was it Expedia or Cheapo or Cheap Air? 
one of the two. And I saw when I went to pay with my credit card that they accepted this thing called Bitcoin. <laughs> and so I kind of ignored it at first. And then when I got to Cali, I, you know, plugged up my laptop and I'm online and I'm looking at it. I'm like, whoa, so you can plug this thing in the wall, connect it to your internet. And it gives you a type of currency that you can use to exchange for goods and services. So I said, hmm, okay, I got a little money laying around. So I went out and I bought an Ant Miner S1, um, old school, like the first, first like Ant Miner that popped out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I dropped two stacks on that <clears throat> and plugged it into the wall, connected it into my internet. And the very first thing I realized that was that my internet slowed down. My overall internet speed slowed down. Didn't pay it any mind because it was cool. I worked from home. It was all right. But then that fucker got so hot. (laughs) It was ridiculously hot and loud. So I bought a second fan uh, to uh, attach to the back because they only came with one. And I went online and I found a guy who was selling these uh, cards that you could attach to the board for Wi-Fi. And so I put it in a spare bedroom so I didn't have to hear it all the time. I put it next to the vent for AC and I put a couple fans around it and I just let it run. And then I went out and I bought some uh, Butterfly Labs uh, 38 gig hash miners and some grid seeds and I plugged them up and I let them run. And I'm looking at my account and I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. This is going to be good. I can fly back and forth a couple times a year. It's going to be great. And then <laughs> I got the electric bill. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Racked. It was $600 for my first electric bill. Oh, right. That's painful. <clears throat> so. You know, I just charge it to the game. I figure, well, you know, I'm not in it to get rich. I'm in it because, I mean, they're pretty much free flights. You know, you plug it up for a month, you pay a $600 bill, but I could fly back then two and a half times. So it was worth oh, it. To interesting. Me. Yeah. You see what I mean? It was worth it to me. I didn't have the, the, the opinion or I wasn't of the belief that I was going to get rich from it. I actually didn't expect it to go up. You know, when I got in, it was like three, 350. And so I didn't think anything of it. And then you fast forward to 2017, uh, I'm still, you know, booking flights because my wife and I love to travel. And then I happened to look at those trips that I was taking to California and back to Atlanta. And I realized I would be fucking paid if I hadn't spent any of that Bitcoin. I just sat on it, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. so uh, I just kind of said, well, you know, it is what it is. And unlike a lot of people in this space, I, uh, I spend my crypto. I find businesses that accept it for products and services and I support them. And uh, if I see something that catches my eye, like you guys have a uh, green uh, shirt on your website and I saw it, it's green is my favorite color. And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy that shit. <laughs> so I went out. <laughs> and so I, I try to do it quarterly. You know, I spend not, you know, not a lot of money. I spent 150, 200 bucks. So I'm going to go again, you know, in uh, into August and you guys will be seeing me again. I'll be on your site and I will be uh, posting images of the swag that I've gotten from the rec podcast team. Oh, I just got a new idea for a t-shirt, Cynthia. The, the wrecked, uh, the wrecked skull 
smoking a cigar with the cigars and crypto label around the bottom. I like that. Wow. Oh, that's a <laughs> dope idea. Go. I yeah, like it. Lit. <laughs> get, get on it. <laughs> if I'm only on I can make it. It's a, Cynthia's got to be able to do it. I can, I have none of those skills. <laughs> I'm on it. It's funny. Uh, um, you were mentioning that, you know, you like to give money or like you like to spend your crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I was thinking I, I really do the same. I mean, I give, I, I, I spend my crypto if, with a lot of companies that are willing to take it, um, you know, in exchange for goods, the, those goods being the shit coins. I don't know how much yeah. I've given to the community over the, uh, over the years. So, uh, yeah, I, I, after thinking about it, I, I do spend my crypto significantly. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think uh, the last, uh, the last, the only big purchase that I've ever made with crypto other than uh, flights was the uh, earthquake in Haiti. I found a, uh, a, a nonprofit that was accepting cryptocurrencies and I gave them uh, $500 worth of crypto. Um, because at the time I was really pissed off with the Red Cross, but that's a whole nother podcast. We'll get into that at some other point. But uh, yeah, man, I, I like spending crypto with businesses and people in this space because if we don't support them, they go away. Sure, sure absolutely. You know, and cool. I spend with you guys because you put out a good service, not just a product via your podcast, but you put out a service to the community because I can't tell you how much I've learned by listening to the people on your show in between the crazy ass hashtags and the jokes. <laughs> I mean, I've learned so much just by listening to you guys in the morning. And there have even been times when I pulled over on the side of the road and I've written something down that someone talked about. Um, you know, like uh it just it means a lot to listen to you guys and you guys were part of the inspiration as to why I got back um into announcing and uh start this podcast because oh that's pretty cool that is cool that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome what's uh what's your all-time favorite uh game that we've played on the podcast because that's my favorite part <laughs> my favorite game you guys i think a couple of weeks ago did something um it was chamber and another guy who liked the Lakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's our buddy from like, Arvo. Right. It was like a battle to the end. And I, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like basketball, but I was like hooked on that shit. Like, is he really going to win? Is he really going to win? <laughs> that was a tight match. Yeah, he won. He won. That's, uh, yes, he I, I, it was Apo from Arvo. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, I'm a huge, huge Laker fan, mm-hmm. and I met my match that day. That guy uh, well awesome. deserved the crown after that uh, battle of the titans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you guys did something the um, maybe last week or week before. All the days melt together for me. I where you talked about um, the best American song in the <laughs> yeah, that was for Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny, son. That, was funny. <laughs> that shit was so funny. And the way that you did, the way that you fuck with Chamber about the maple syrup thing. 
I'm always laughing, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was doing some editing on that episode. Um, and I think Bunch who picked uh, Star Spangled Banner with yeah, his that was first my pick. Number one overall pick, yeah. And I was trying to find the audio for it. And for some reason, the site we use for, for drops didn't have it. But the only anthem it had was the, uh, the, uh, the Russian national anthem. So I laid that <laughs> on the top. I was waiting to hear. I, we didn't get too many complaints about it. So I was, I was kind of like, shit, maybe I shouldn't do this, but hey, fuck it. Let's do it. Nah. <laughs> we're censorship resistant. Uh, we are. Correct podcast. That's right. <laughs> we're pro Russia here on the, uh, podcast. <laughs> Apparently that new face app, uh, that is going around like crazy today is sending all of our information to the Russian hackers. So that makes sense oh, to me. Good. That yeah. checks out. I didn't download it. That, uh, that explains all the vodka ads. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, check it out. We're going to take a quick break. Everyone who's interested in accumulating Bitcoin needs to check out Lolly. That's L-O-L-L-I. You can find them at lolly.com and on Twitter at TryLolly. Lolly's a free browser extension that lets you earn Bitcoin when you shop online. For every purchase at one of the Lolly merchants, you can get up to 30% Bitcoin back directly to your wallet. Lolly has partnered with 500 merchants, including Jet, Overstock, SeatGeek, and Priceline. Lolly is safe, completely free to use, and it's a great way to earn and share Bitcoin with family and friends. Don't miss out on your chance to accumulate more Bitcoin for the next bull run. Check it out at lolly.com, that's L-O-L-L-I dot com, and on Twitter at TryLolly. Let's get to the show. Hey guys, welcome back. We are here on Cigars and Crypto with my favorite podcast and the members of the Rex Podcast, Bunchu, Crypto Chamber, and Cynthia. Guys, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome for me. So look, let's, let's have a quick discussion on things that are happening uh, in your space. Is there anything that you guys are working on as a group or individually that you want to talk about? Oh man. <laughs> Let's see. As a as a group, uh well, one, we just got our sick new t-shirt design that we're we're working on. <laughs> With cigars and crypto. Uh Chamber, what are we working on? Are we working on anything? Honestly, we're just uh what we normally do is uh I'd say once a month, um we'll sit down and we'll say like who are like we we put together like kind of like a like a shoot for the stars wish list of guests. Mm. Um, and, you know, sometimes we get lucky um, and we get them and sometimes we don't uh, and we don't get them. But, you know, in the past, you know, we've had like uh, John McAfee on, we've had Brock Pierce, um, some pretty, some pretty big players, but I would say like, who's on the list now for like, you know, if, if we could, could we get, uh, I think, I think the big one would maybe like William Shatner has been. Uh, yeah, but he, he told us, didn't he say straight up that he won't do any podcasts? Uh, did we get a firm? I don't remember. I don't know if did we did. He? I'm pretty sure I saw that where he, he went back and forth with somebody about, uh, being on a podcast. I don't know if it was crypto related or not, but he basically said, uh, fuck that. <laughs> He's oh. like, because <laughs> I'm not doing any, he basically said, uh, to paraphrase, I don't do any appearances that aren't paid. And he goes, he's like, there's nothing. And 
basically in his words was there's nothing in it for me it's hey. great exposure for you there is yes, nothing it is. In it for me <laughs> and, true. you know he ain't wrong <laughs> no he ain't no um i don't know who else like would be on our um i know we i know there was a couple the winkle vi Oh well, wow. wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is that the is that the plural term for Winklevoss? That's no. correct. Yes. I don't think Winklevoss. <laughs> it's like octopi. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love it. Um, I don't know who else. Who else would we want? I know there was a couple of like athletes we, that were talking we just about. Made a list, but I can't remember who was on it. Oh yeah, I wanted to try to get um, Russell Okun after he came out. Like, and he's been so. Bitcoin bullish. He's the NFL player that is like talking all the NFL players into getting into crypto. Um, and then Matt Barkley is another, uh, NFL player, backup quarterback. I think he's on the Bills. Um, but he's into crypto. I would love to get any of those guys on. I think those are long shots. Back for the Bills is the perfect representation of crypto. I think that's a perfect, I think that's a perfect explanation of our podcast. Yeah, that's fairly accurate. You know what? That's, uh, that's what we call a, a synergistic, uh, uh, cross, uh, cross promotion. Right. <laughs> You're not really that great. We're not really that great. It's together we could be made in Evans. <laughs> oh my God. Our proposition to Andrew Yang. Oh, we did too. Yeah, I think we messaged him as well. That'd be so awesome. It would, man. Did you get a response? No, I didn't get a response. I mean, I don't care. I'm ballsy. I'm going to ask everybody. That's what you got to do. What, that's what you really do. do. Yeah, I'm going to ask. That's what everybody. we do. Chamber like sends like pictures of himself begging in the DMs. It's you know he'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> really Chamber amazing. really goes for it. You know who will not. Uh, respond. He, this guy will respond to my DMs about anything else except coming on the podcast, and it's bully. (laughs) We, we talk trash to each other all the time, and like, I'll wind up in his DMs when I'm drunk, and I'll be like telling him (laughs) to shut the fuck up about pineapple pizza or something. (laughs) And then I'll start talking about like bully when you're gonna come on wrecked, and it it just goes silent. So Mm. I'm like, one of these days, he's gonna give it. We kind of like, We've kind of become this, I don't know, we started off as like, oh, we're going to be this really legit podcast where we're going to talk to all these awesome people and blah, blah, blah. And we do, um, but we've kind of morphed into, I keep saying like the Howard Stern of crypto podcasts where we're Yeah, just, I guess you're right. Yeah. We, we kind of are. We're just like a shit show that uh, we go out, we have fun, we get smart people on and we can do both things. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think just like, I mean, I was always a big Howard Stern fan. Um, and I think when, when we were talking, I think right away, um, you know, I, Bunch and I were, were tweeting back and forth or DMing each other back and forth. And I said, we have to get, you know, a female as a third. And that was my whole thought is like the, 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 the formula that works is the Howard Stern, the Howard Stern formula. <laughs> and, and I mean, I haven't listened to him lately, but I mean, when I was listening to him in the kind of the, mid to late 2000 you know uh, you know 2005 to 2012 i mean he was probably one of the best interviewers in the game um you yeah. know but still you know had you know strippers and midgets on and <laughs> <laughs> so wow. he did both he was crazy and insane but also maybe one of the best interviewers in in, in the game so um that's what we kind of wanted to do as well we're also working on our own brand of bathwater oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I've been soaking for days. It's, it's changed color at this point. That's disgusting. <laughs> it is, that is horrible. That's rancid. My that God. I thought, is it wrong that I bought some? Uh, <laughs> with an odoriferous taint for a fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Chamber, Chambers bathwater is just, uh, him stewing. It's, it's a mixture of his bathing, tears from his dying alts, yes. and the leftover bong water. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, that's a smell and a half right there. That's, that is gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. Now, for those of you who know what, like, spilt bong water smells like, it is, it is not a treat. Horrid. Yeah, uh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. We are. We're so family friendly. Oh, oh, of course we are. This is labeled well, explicit. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. Uh, I have my uh, six year old daughter uh, come up to me the other day. Um, we keep a bong right in the kitchen um, <laughs> by the window um, because my, you know, hey, we got we're busy. We're a busy family. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we, so sometimes you need that bong on the go. <laughs> sometimes you need the bong on the go. And my daughter saw it. Uh, we, you know, we keep it tucked away. Um, and then so when, whenever they're in another room or something, my wife and I will, you know, smoke a quick bowl and, you know, keep the, yeah, it's right by the window and, you know, everybody's happy. Um, but my daughter saw the bong. She's like, what's that for? I'm like, well, She's like, is it for your medicine? I'm like, yeah, it is for medicine. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. smart as a whiff, aren't you? Amazing. That's really funny. Yeah. Daddy stays well medicated, baby. He does stay well medicated. He does stay well medicated. Oh, man. Except good. for when he's reading the news, he has to be stone cold sober. There you go. <laughs> so look, On our know. show? You, yeah. Have, you could, I mean, you... I'm surprised you can actually read sometimes. <laughs> There's like, a, there's nothing more apparent than the sound of you reading the news on the show. <laughs> I mean, it is very clear that you're directly just reading. Oh, thank goodness I'm not high because uh, it is much, much worse. It's so funny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I am very good at reading. Uh, I'm practicing a lot. Um, mind you, the news is not the level uh, that I'm used to reading at, so I, I do have to step up my game. Well, yeah, you read at a sixth grade level, right? I, or six, <laughs> uh, six year old level, exactly, right? Exactly. First grade level. <laughs> right. Exactly. So Just wait till they get into like, uh, college math. No, they won't be asking you in college. Uh, high school math. They'll be, yeah, still asking ex- you to help maybe them. I could, maybe like freshman year I can help out, but after that it'll be, uh, it'll be all up to them. Let me ask you guys a question then. I want to start with Cynthia first. Right, right. Where do you see blockchain? and cryptocurrency in the next three to five years three to five years yeah um bitcoin will be at a hundred thousand and uh i think we're still uh we're still really in the infancy of blockchain i mean if you look at the big picture of it obviously i'm a proponent um, if you don't know, my husband and I started a company called B app where you can use an app on your phone to get a mortgage, uh, completely on your phone. You don't have to talk to anybody. Um, and we use blockchain on the back end. Um, but there's a lot of use cases for blockchain, um, that we are just now diving into. So I think, um, you know, three years from now, I think we'll still be uh, 
discovering new ways that we can use it. I think we'll see a lot of it in like supply chain and uh, land and title registries with uh, real estate. I think we'll see a lot of use of it, but I think we'll still be finding new ways to use it. It'll still be a baby and something that's new and exciting. I think it's ironic that you say that because in my home state, uh, we were championing um, adding corporate records and articles of incorporation, as well as deeds and death records to the blockchain. Absolutely. It's a great use case. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Chamber? What's up? Where are you uh, we're all, in three to five years? Yeah. We're all screwed. All right. This is going to be... <laughs> Wow, this is that's interesting because you're you're the most permable out of all of us. (laughs) Seriously, what happened? This last week happened, and I've been oh god, I've uh, I've emotionally capitulated, I've physically capitulated. uh, (laughs) It's it's not good. Um, No, you know what? In three to five years, um, I don't know about price, but I will be an OG at the level of you know cobain and all those others and wow i won't be doing podcasts anymore i'll just be rich on my yacht hanging out with uh all the all the who's who's of the crypto space so put yourself up you think people are gonna want to rub elbows with you i got i got nice elbows man are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) these things smooth like eggs (laughs) a little cbd oil on the elbow What do you think, Bunch? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think here's here's what we've been talking about the whole time. On our podcast, we get to talk to people that are smarter than us. And Chamber, what did Mark Yusko say about four years from now? No, it's it's uh, TrustNet 2024. TrustNet uh, 2024. And basically what he told us, uh, you can go hear all of his words on the episode, but basically he was saying, look, there's 14-year tech cycles that, uh, you know, have been going on forever. And, you know, last one was 2010 with MobileNet. And now everybody's got the internet on their phone. And the next uh, thing that there's going to be that he says is, you know, uh, 2024 is going to be the blockchain era, right? The birth of the blockchain era. And, you know, that he kind of said that's when he sees everything being done, you know, where you don't realize you're using blockchain, but blockchain is being used in everything you do. And he likes to give the example of like the, um, you know, the automatic car and things like that. And so, I mean, if that, he makes a very compelling argument for that and I could see it, right? So if that's the case, I think Cynthia is right on with that's, you know, we're still, we're still a baby right now, which is interesting. Um, and then hopefully I'll be celebrating the five year anniversary of you asking me this question and we'll all be rich and we'll all be on a yacht. I'm going to pass on the elbows thing with chamber. <laughs> after, hearing, out. after hearing what the bath water's like, I think I'll pass on the elbows, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's where, I think that's where we're headed. Um, I don't know. Price-wise, five years from now, I think we're all going to be very happy. Um, I think it's very interesting what's going on with all the regulation and the president tweeting. And do you guys do you guys get scared with that stuff? Nah. Uh, 
I don't think so. I, don't I get shook. Was- I get shook sometimes. I'm like, oh, they're just gonna, they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna ban it. They're gonna make everything illegal, and this is all for naught. You know what I mean? As long, like, as, as, long as, black, as long as block site, uh, what is it? Block set is in the sky. I don't worry about anyone shutting down crypto. Yeah, I don't think they can, right? Like, I mean, they can, t- they might be able to prevent and penalize U.S. people from doing it because that's what our government likes to do. But like, you know, I don't, worldwide, you can't stop it. Um, that's what it's made for, right? And that's how it's, how it's built. And so, you know, true cryptocurrencies, like decentralized cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin, um, there is no stopping it. I don't think so. And I think all this, I have the opposite view chamber. I think like, I, I remember, uh, texting you the other night when Trump tweeted and obviously it was very negative tweet, but I said to you bullish because <laughs> it's like, okay, now everybody's talking about it and people that have never heard of it are now reading it on a Trump tweet and they're true. looking it up and maybe they're not buying it, but now it's in the news. Right. And, um, you know, I think that's important. And did we, did we just have a flipping by the way? Like, you know, through the whole bear market, I was bullish and you were bearish and now you're bullish have. and now I'm bearish. Like, I think we have. <laughs> I think it, we had the flippening. I think, I think the market is about to rebound because I am not as bullish as you are right now. Yeah. It's, it's very true. Cause I've been, I've been bearish for, I don't know, over a year. <laughs> the exact precise amount of time to be bearish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I think that's what we're headed towards. We'll see. You heard it here first, a philosophical flippening (laughs) (laughs) from the Rank Podcast group. I think in the next three to five years, um, Charlie Lee said something interesting a little while ago where he said crypto adoption will take place when people don't know that it's taking place. Exactly. I think things like the speeding app where people are able to go to Dunkin' Donuts and different retailers load crypto in the app and use it similar to a rewards program. I think when backed comes into play and partners like, uh, 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 what's that nasty coffee chain, Starbucks and stuff. like that. <laughs> you know, shots fired. Oh yeah. Big shots. 12 gates. Um, <laughs> you know, and when people are able to start using it without worry of what the tech is behind it, but know and understand that it's going to work no matter what. True adoption will take place and will reach a mass effect that will be unstoppable. You'll see market saturation. Um, I think 99% of the coins on coin market cap will be dead. And I think the next big thing, the biggest cryptocurrency actually hasn't come out yet. Hmm. So does that mean you think that Bitcoin is not the going to be the leader when it's all said and done? Do you, what, what, what do you think about that? I think Bitcoin will be the store of value. It will be the reserve cryptocurrency. But unless we can in this space improve the user experience unless we can improve upon lightning and side chains, I think something is going to come 
that people will use for day-to-day transactions and they will accumulate Bitcoin to hodl. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's just my take on it. I, I, I don't see Bitcoin as money. I see Bitcoin as gold. It's probably Bitcoin SV, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> good stuff. That was, Should have just that said one. Ripple. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, that, now that was shots fired. I'm gonna have all kind of hate for that one. If you, I, I just want to pull that exact clip and oh, tweet, good. It, tweet it later. It's just, I'm using that in the show. It's, 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 hey, sure. listen, listen to this awesome crossover, and then the sound clip will be. Well, it's got to be Bitcoin SV. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a question for you, Noir. Sure, man. What's up? Uh, I got, I came prepared. I got two cigars in my hand. I need Mm. you to tell me about. Yes. Okay. So this weekend, uh, went to a brewery and they actually had like a cigar tent. And so, um, the intent was to get them, buy them and smoke them when we came back to my apartment. But by the time we came back, we were hammered and, and then went to bed. Uh, so, uh, I bought, the guy told me it was kind of like a mild here. So I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. It's called Herrera Esteli by Drew Estate. Ever had it? Goddamn right. Which one is it? Is it the blue label, the red, white label, or the black label? Yeah, it's the blue label. All right. Blue label is, uh, the Brazilian rapper. Uh, has mm-hmm. a beautiful Nicaraguan uh, filler. And if I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong. I think it has a Sumatran, uh, Ecuadorian grown Sumatran binder. It's a fantastic cigar. Oh, so I did well. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Nice. Trust All me. Right. Man, Noir knows his stuff. Hell yeah. This is cigars right. and crypto, not crypto and cigars. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah. really sure, but man, you've got it under control. Yeah, so great, great cigar. And this other one, this other one is a, uh, I have a bunch of these from the time, from before I had the job I have now. And I want to send this to you to have as a gift. So, um, it's from Ted Cigars. It's a limited edition. Um, and before I did my job I do now, I sold beer and I worked for Sam Adams. And um, there's a beer called, I'm not sure if you're familiar, Sam Adams Utopias. Have you ever heard of it? Mm, no, I haven't. Okay, so it is a very rare beer. It's about $200 a bottle. What? And it comes out once every two years. Um, so it's a very, it's a very big deal when it comes out. Um, and when I worked for them, we would, every time Utopias would come out, we would do this deal with Ted Cigars and they would actually, uh, dip and season the wrapping in the Sam Adams Utopias. So Mm -hmm. I have a Ted Cigars here that's seasoned with, um, Sam Adams Utopias. So very, there's probably not too many people that have one of these, regardless of if it's a great cigar or not, it's a collector's item. So I'm going to send this your way. My man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Look at that, Chamber. Came with gifts. I came prepared. (laughs) You are a consummate guest. (laughs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I am not. And that's my gift to you is my presence. 
Hey, you know what? That, that's, <laughs> it doesn't happen often. That's more rare than the utopia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, so funny. So I, I did actually have a question uh, in regards to cigars. Sure. You know, um, I, I grew up, uh, you know, when I was a younger guy, I, I smoked cigarettes. And, you know, occasionally I would get, you know, a cigar as a gift or somebody would go on a holiday and bring me back some cigars. And well, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't think you're supposed to inhale cigars. Is that, is that right? Not, what's, what's not the rule there? all the way there. Okay. It's like a half inhale. Yeah. It's called retro hailing. Retro hailing. That sounds awesome. And how is this done? Okay. <clears throat> so, you draw cigar smoke into your mouth the same way you would draw water from a straw. So you don't inhale it directly into your lungs. So you draw the smoke into your mouth. You blow about 60 to 70% out. And the rest that's there, you blow through your nose. And what happens is you're able to experience the full flavor of the wrapper, the binder, and the filler as it crosses your palate goes across the taste buds and then over the taste and smell sensors out your nose. That's the reason that that process is the same reason why it's hard to taste things when you have a cold. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you take 30%, you know, 35, 40%. You, once you've taken it, you don't inhale it into your lungs. You blow it out of your nose, even though you're going to inhale some. But that's how you get the flavor of the tobacco that you're smoking. That's how you, you're able to tell if the tobacco that you're smoking is Dominican or if it's Nicaraguan or Honduran, uh, if it's Costa Rican uh, or if it's Cuban. Because each of them have, well, to me, they have very dist- uh, distinct and unique flavors. Like I can tell a real Cuban as soon as I retro. I know up front that it's a Cuban. You don't even have to tell me what brand it is, but I know what it is. Just like I know what a a Nicaraguan uh, uh, tobacco tastes like when I, when I have a cigar. That's interesting. That's pretty cool. I never knew that. I had no idea. I just thought you weren't supposed to inhale at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I would always inhale. <laughs> of course, you uh, did. It'll do. <laughs> so so I, every time I would get these cigars as gifts, I would bust them open and roll them into blunts, and they never really work so well as blunts. <laughs> right? They're not. They're not Phillies. They're not no. Phillies. So yeah, exactly. My go-to's for blunts. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. You might be able to give me some assistance in this in this area, uh, but I would go with like a backwoods. Or back in the day, I used to like peel apart a Century Sam. I don't know if you guys have that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, either a Backwoods or a Century Sam was a great blunt. Or Philly. Philly's always good, too. Uh, do you have any recommendations that I could use for blunt rolling? Well, see, I'm an old man now. But in my weed smoking days, it was always <laughs> Dutch Masters. So what you do, uh, yes. you lick the top, right? You, you moisten the top. Mm-hmm. Um, which in like cigar smoker speak is the head of a cigar. Right. You unpeel the wrapper. So instead of breaking it open, you unpeel the wrapper. Then when you get to the binder, there's like a, like a strip, like a clear delineation where it's glued together. You break it there in a straight line. You rip the glue piece off. You unload the filler 
you fill up your 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 uh, binder with whatever uh, permutation of marijuana you're smoking, <laughs> and you rewrap the then you rewrap it in the leaf in the wrapper. That's what I would do with. Uh, do you guys have Century Sam's in the U.S.? I've never. No. Sounds similar. No. Yeah. So this is like the the drugstore ones. But yeah, you. That's exactly what I would do. You'd you'd kind of find that line uh, where they're glued together. You'd you'd peel it. You'd break it. You'd bust it in half as opposed to kind yeah. of rip it in half. Uh, and then yeah, and then just roll it back up. Those are those are my favorites, but take a little bit longer to do. Yeah, but I, I will suggest to you that you never do that with a premium cigar. No, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. It didn't work very well. It's, it's just not built for that. No. Yeah. Wow, I haven't talked about that in like decades. <laughs> Noir, that's what Rex Podcast does. We get we we get the best out of people. You know, <laughs> we get the we get people talking. Uh, I think like uh, Joe Rogan. He always asks every guest who comes on if they've done DMT. When we're like, "Hey, let's talk about pot <laughs> podcast." Like, we asked uh, John McAfee did if he did DMT. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. No clue what? what that is, and I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is either. So. <laughs> Chamber and I know. <laughs> when we all meet in in real life, we'll we'll all do uh, we'll all do DMT together. No, I don't think that's gonna happen. I, you, you would have to talk to me. I mean, I don't. I just don't see myself ever doing that. Like, you would have to talk me into it pretty darn hard. Uh, I don't We're going to turn you into, into a, a Bitcoin. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> we call these people psychonauts. Uh, they're astronauts for psychedelics. Uh, psychonauts. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna turn yeah. you into one. Don't worry. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think you should host a spinoff show. And I can't believe it's taken me so long to think of this. Wrecked podcast. I think. That <laughs> is new, I think that's your new spinoff. Maybe sure. uh, me and uh, Aaron Lamer can uh, yes, get definitely. together on that one. <laughs> there you go. You know when. <laughs> We have that conversation. I love you guys, man. <laughs> promise me that. Promise me that we can do this again. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I made an appearance just for you, Noir. So oh, I'm all in. Thank you so much. I, I, we're just a group of degenerates, other than you, Cynthia. I just, <laughs> I'm a degenerate part time. <laughs> a, a degenerate angel is. Okay. is all right, I'll take that explanation. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me on Cigars and Crypto today. You all have an open invitation to my show. Um, I will continue to listen to your show. I will continue to tell everyone that I know to listen to your show. <laughs> you all are wonderful. You really made my day. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. It was so much fun. No Thanks problem. for having us. No problem. Yeah. I actually time. really want to smoke a cigar right now. So. You really should. You really should. <laughs> now that I've learned how to you know, properly do it. So I'm bringing this cigar with me on the bachelor party, and I am going to enjoy it. You're going to teach them how to smoke it properly? You got to, you got to take that 35%. <laughs> yeah, I'll sound like a genius. Yeah, everybody will think you know what you're talking about. What do we call it? <laughs> What's it called again? What's that? Uh, Retro. Yeah. Retros. Retro hailing. Yeah. Retro oh. You're going to sound it. like a cigar genius. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, 
dap up my boy Noir, I'm be like, yo, I know this guy. He'll tell you what's up. Listen to this podcast. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, uh, you know what? Um, I'll send you if I'll send you guys Cubans if you want some. Yep. Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send, right. I'll send you guys cubans. Just um, we're doing like podcast. This is like the uh, uh, podcast version of the soccer jersey exchange, where you just send <laughs> each other, we're sending each other cigars. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, ordered a box of Hoya um, uh, de Epicure uh, from Cuba. Well, I didn't get them from Cuba, but I got them from uh, London. And so, uh, yeah, I'll send you guys some. So cool. this this is probably a very uh naive question and um but so Cubans used to be illegal is that that's not a thing anymore right <laughs> or is it He laughs <laughs> Okay so it was a terrible question <laughs> No I was I was about to ask No 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 the the law as I understand it is you are only allowed to bring Cubans into the country if you travel to Cuba Got it You not bring them from anywhere else I think the law is a little murky on if they're shipped to you. Ah. Interesting. So until they stop that shit, I'm going to keep doing that shit. So it's kind of like, is Ripple a security? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Except Ripple absolutely is. Absolutely is. And it doesn't smoke as well as a Cuban either. No way near it. But we'll go up in flames. But and there, and that's it. That's my time. Thank you very much. 